0: Thank you. <laughs> if you knew the stories of some of those kids, it would, uh, it would really uh, help you understand who we are and what we do. Um, Baptist Bible College is here today to say thank you. Uh, it is wonderful to be here. Um, I am uh, a North uh, Midwest guy. I grew up in Michigan and pastored in Ohio But I got to say, I love Texas. Uh, I'm really, I am thankful to be here today. And um, you don't know this. None of you know this. This church changed my life. Five years ago, you hosted a national fellowship meeting. You remember that? Well, while you were in, while they were all having all these services, they were interviewing the next president of Baptist Bible College. And I was off in a room someplace up here. I don't even know where I was at. It was an incredible time in my life. So out of that meeting, I ended up becoming the president of Baptist Bible College. That's the last time I was here. So I don't know whether to thank you or to blame you, but it's great to be here with you here in Texas today. It really is, a Hallmark is a special place, a very powerful, very special church that I have known about for, for uh, most of my, my life. Um, the testimony of this church is just outstanding. Exemplarly, uh, in, in terms of giving to missions and, and being a part of our leadership, I've admired uh, Mike Haley for a long time, and I was so very, very, very excited to see John and Joy Haley come back home. I'm uh, very glad to have them here, and I'm sure you are as well. And today, it's been so cool to be here. Can I talk like that? I'm a president, but I, sometimes I, I, I'm really a preacher. I got to see some of my heroes walking around this place here today. Bruce O'Neill is one of our trustees, and the head of MANA, thank you. I'm so thankful for Bruce O'Neill and who he is and what he does. And then Laverne Rogers came walking in this room, and I just, I love you. Brother Rogers, and I'm so honored that I get to see you today and have you with us today. Thank you. We, we were, uh, give him a hand, yeah. We were blessed to be with Brother Rogers in June. My wife and I went to Japan, and we're with the Japan Baptist Bible College for a few days, and they got to see Brother Rogers, and the work there is phenomenal. What a great, what a great ministry. Well, today, as, as our video showed, as you've heard all day, thank you. We're here to say thank you. Thank you for loving uh, Baptist Bible College. You have been one of our supporters. You have been sending students. Uh, Hallmark has been an important partner with Baptist Bible College for many, many years. And sometimes you can, you can forget, or, or we could just become a, a little line on a, a budget report. Or, you know, you see a report about giving to missions, or, and you may see Baptist Bible College, and you may wonder, what? why do we bother? Why don't you know, they, they can, you know, get, get tuition money, right? They don't need us. Can can I tell you, just a little bit today, it is such an honor to serve as the president of of, of this college. Over the past four years, I have traveled all over this country and and parts of the world. I have met so many wonderful, sacrificial servants of God. And every church that I go to, I meet people that have a connection to Baptist Bible College. All over the nation. Every church, I meet pastors and staff and, and, and their wives that have attended Baptist Bible College, but I also meet others that are in the church that are serving, that attended Baptist Bible College, so, so Nate, Nate asked this before, but I'm going to ask again, how many of you are, are, are alumni, if you've attended just, you know, you get to be alumni if you attended one, one semester, one class, you know, so, so sometimes it doesn't go very much farther than that, but that still counts, just, how many of you have attended Baptist Bible College that are here today? Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Now let me ask this, how many of you are a parent or you have a family member that has attended Baptist Bible College? Hallmark has sent many, thank you, Hallmark has sent so many into the ministry. And who could argue the fact that doesn't America need more pastors? And doesn't the world need more missionaries? And, and we have to continue doing what, what we do. And so we're so thankful for a church like you that, that supports us financially but also sends people. I, I tease uh, Jessie, uh, well, she just got married. I tease Jessie McKnight all the time uh, about the fact that we have these uh, pictures of our students on all the light poles all around campus. And right outside my office is a great big picture of her face. And, and so I tease her, Jesse. I got to see you this morning. She said, I'm so glad you get to look at me. I'm so glad. She's so funny. Uh, I, love, I love having your students there. Uh, we, we, we got to watch uh, Blake Haley play basketball a couple nights ago, and uh, he wears bright pink shoes. Did you know that? You should be a little embarrassed about that, but he, 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 he wears them. Uh, we had Brett uh, Hickman and his wife and little baby over at my house a couple weeks ago. i, I I'm thankful for this church. You don't even know who I am, but I am thankful for you. Every place we go, I'm so very, very thankful for for what you're doing to to make BBC move forward um, just a little bit. Everywhere that I go, I hear this statement. People that went to BBC, they'll always talk about the rules. Now back in the day, we don't have as many rules like that today, but you know back in the day, we did. Some of you that went there, you know. And, And they'll say, you know what, I didn't like this and I didn't like that, but I sure love BBC. And then they will say this. I've heard this so many times that it affected the statement I'm about to tell you. BBC changed my life. Hallelujah. So many people came to BBC shortly after being saved, or or they they felt that call in their heart and they sensed God wanting to use them, so they came. And yeah, there was rules, and yeah, it's tough. But you know what? In our our our, our classes, they're all based upon Scripture. And we challenge our students week after week after week to use their life to make a difference in this world. BBC changes lives. When you come to BBC, it changes you. And while you are there, you learn to go out and change lives. That's why We're Life Change You. It describes who we are and it describes what we do. Uh, The Apostle Paul. He, he describes it very clearly. In 2 Corinthians five seventeen, a verse that you probably know, he says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, a changed life. Your life has been changed, and many, many of you in here could give a testimony of how Christ changed your life and how he made a difference in sending you instead of going to hell. you now on your way to heaven because somebody shared the gospel with you. And it made a difference. It changed your life forever. That's why Jesus came. He came to change lives, to change the direction of lives. He, he changed the, 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 the heart in, in so many people from, from bad and, and hateful to loving and kind. He's changed daddies that were, were, were really neglecting their family or abusing their family or, or walking out on their family into good daddies that love their families and serve and support their families. He's, he's changed marriages and he's, he's fixed families and homes and he's changed men and women and boys and girls and he continues to do that. That's why we need a place like Baptist Bible College because that's what we do. He came to take us all from death to life and from hell to heaven. And that's our hope that you've experienced that in, in your life. He came to change us all so that we could be life changers we're we're not called to just just accept that change and then and then hide when you come to know jesus you are called to be a life changer for for others you know why it's because change lives change lives make sense if you have a changed life if you know that jesus christ is your savior then you can change other people's lives You know how to do it. You simply tell your story. Jesus saves and Jesus changes lives. And and you become new and you're different. Your life will change. Your heart will change. Your thoughts will change. Your mind will change. Your words will change. When you have a heart that is full of Jesus Christ, you will want others to know him too. You will want others to know what he has done and can do. I tried to think through, what's the best way to tell this to you? I thought about a couple in the Bible that just just give this story with their life. They demonstrate what we're trying to say in their life. In the book of Acts, there's a a man and a woman that live for Christ. Their life was changed by the gospel, and so from that moment on, they began to live for the gospel. Aquila and Priscilla. You ever heard of them? A couple in the New Testament. They're a husband and wife that were living in Rome. It's sensitive to me because that's where my family's from. They they were living in Rome. The the name Priscilla is a Roman name, and and tradition says that she was kind of from a very upper-class family, a noble name, very well-recognized and probably wealthier family. But the name Aquila is a Jewish name. So this young Roman girl gentile had somehow fallen in love with this young jewish guy that's not supposed to happen they fell in love and at some point they begin living for christ we don't we don't know the whole story that'd be great to find out but because of a huge wave of anti-semitism the roman caesar kicked everybody out of rome that was a jew and so they had to leave and As they left, they began going to places and affecting their towns for Christ. Now, why would I talk about Aquila and Priscilla? What does that have to do with you? What does it have to do with BBC and and Life Change You? Why why would we spend some time talking about someone that never really did much to be well-known? They never wrote any any books. They they never did any miracles. Aquila and Priscilla are just simply hard-working folk that, that, that give their life to help others find Jesus because Jesus found them. They're, they're faithful, they are willing, they serve, they give, they share what they have. You, you know why I love Aquila and Priscilla? Because they're just like you. They weren't on the platform. They were in the pew. They weren't getting a name for who they are or what they were doing. They were the ones serving in the nursery. They were the ones serving, uh, greeting folks or cleaning up the grounds or setting stuff up. They're the ones that give when the offering comes by. They're just like you. Aquila and Priscilla, we've been great members here at Hallmark. They're just like you. Now we learn about them. Let me read a few verses about them. In Acts 18, this is where we're introduced to them. It says, after these things, Paul departed from Athens and came to Corinth and found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, lately come from Italy, with his wife Priscilla, because that Claudius had commanded that all Jews should depart from Rome and came unto them. And because he was of the same craft, he abode with them and wrought for by their occupation. They were tent makers. So Aquila and Priscilla made tents. And, and, and along comes another guy who's out preaching who makes tents on the side to make some money by the name of Paul. So into their life comes the Apostle Paul. And you know what they did to this young evangelist? They took him in. They took him into their home. And they loved him. And they fed him. And they, they cared for him. So they, they were going about their life. While working hard, they, they meet Paul and they help him. They become his family. They support him. Because people with a changed life are there to help others change their life. And who knows better how, how to help somebody change their life than someone who's had their life changed, like you. If your life has been changed, we are now to help others find their way to Jesus. That's our job. Change lives change lives. And it continues. Because changed lives change churches. Change lives, change churches. Um, A little bit later in their life, in 1 Corinthians 16, verses 19, Paul writes to the Corinthians, and he says, The churches of Asia greet you. Aquila and Priscilla greet you heartily in the Lord with the church that is in their house. Here's the deal. They were in Corinth. They met Paul. They know these people in Corinth with that church that Paul is writing to. But they left with Paul on a missions trip. Isn't that awesome? That's what happens when when, when changed lives go on mission trips. They they, they work and they serve. They bring that excitement back to their church. They went to the city of Ephesus. You ever heard of that? You know who started the church in Ephesus in their home? Aquila and Priscilla. That's who they are. They're the people that just give what they have. And, And the Apostle Paul says back to the Corinthians, Remember Aquila and Priscilla? Remember, they're one of you. That came here and they helped start this church, and now they're, they're, they want to tell you hi. You know, later out we find you know their their journeys take them on mission trips, and they go and they start these churches. They were a huge blessing to their church because they served, they shared, they they gave. Change lives, change churches. When you serve, when 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 you give, change lives, change churches. A life that is transformed by Jesus Christ will not be silent. It will not be satisfied by living like the world. When churches are full of changed people, you will experience life. You will experience new growth. You know why churches begin to fail? You know why churches begin to decline? No changed lives. I I can tell you, there are hundreds if not thousands of churches in our country today that are, that are just declining because people walk in and there's no truth being told. There's no gospel being presented. There's no lives being changed. And those churches are now being run by people that haven't experienced a life change. They don't believe the scriptures. They don't believe Jesus is the only way. They don't. That, that's what happens to churches. The decline and fail, there's no changed lives. But, but you know what happens to churches that see young people being saved, baptized, praying, You know what happens to churches that that see young people surrender to ministry, to churches that go on mission trips, to churches that preach the gospel, to churches that serve and love each other, that sacrifice for each other? Those churches are changed. Hallmark, you're a church like that. Change lives, change lives. And change lives, change churches. And change churches, change the world. Paul says this in Romans 16. He says, Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who risk their own necks for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Paul said, these people, they risk their necks. You ever said that phrase, I risk my neck? This is where that phrase comes from. Paul said they risked their necks literally. If the authorities had gotten a hold of them, they risked their life to help Paul. And he says, I give thanks to them, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. You know what that means? That that means me and you today are changed because of Aquila and Priscilla. We're Gentiles here. What are you doing to change the world for Jesus Christ? This couple was all about serving and loving and giving. So how are you using your change life to change lives? I hope that you're involved in serving here. I hope that you share the good news with someone. I hope that you are giving to God. We have come here today from Springfield, Missouri to just challenge you with that question. And, and I want to I just quickly, can I, can I show you this brochure? You, you've got one. Can, can, can you look at that with me really quickly? Um, right, right on the front. The, the, the point is this, that from BBC, people have gone all over the country and all over the world. Look at that, right on the front. There's some missionaries, Lance and Melanie Gocher to the Philippines. And then look at, look at the top right corner, John Haley. Powerful, strong, handsome. <laughs> Smells pretty good. Yeah, Look at Lonnie Lehrman. His family's here. Where, where are they at? Oh, right. I love these guys. Justin Rhodes just went to England. New Hope Initiative, there are organizations. On the inside, you can see more. There's, this, there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people that have gone through our classrooms, and are now in the world reaching people for Jesus Christ. Bruce O'Neill, one of your own, told me today about surrendering his life to ministry at Hallmark. Manna is reaching, he told me, I asked him earlier today, over 20,000 children are being fed every day because of manna. Jerry Falwell, we, we, we were talking to, to David, your, your worship, worship leader, met his wife at Liberty. Well, Jerry Falwell got the vision and the heart for reaching a town for Christ and for Liberty University while at Baptist Bible College as a student. So you're welcome. You're, you're welcome, yeah. We claim it. All, all over the world, men and women, we, we have a lot of people here, Some of you have been changed by that. Um, There's a a little section on the back page that I want to show you. It says, life change begins with you. God is using his people to change the world. How will you let him use you? Would you be willing to help us change one more life, the life of a young man or woman who desires to change the world for Christ? And there are just three simple things that we want to challenge you to think about today. The first one is to pray. Until three years ago, Baptist Bible College had had a 40-year decline in enrollment and in support. Baptist Bible College was in a very tough shape. And I got to tell you, while I was interviewing to be the president of Baptist Bible College in the halls here at Hallmark Baptist Church and the classrooms, they did not tell me the whole story. I got to tell you. But in the last three years, we've seen enrollment increase. We've seen finances increase. We've seen our academic standings investigated and increase. And we're just so excited about what God is doing. It's a great opportunity for what, what can be happening in, in so many lives in the very near future. So just, just would you pray? And then uh, we ask, if, just one minute. And then we give you a, a whole list of things to pray for right there. If, if, and if you want, you could tear that off. You could use that as your prayer guide. You could put that in your Bible. Put that uh, by your, where you have your morning coffee. Put that on your refrigerator. Pray for our students. They, they, they really go through a lot. Part of uh, being a college is that it's tough. And honestly, ministry is tough, and we need to weed out those that can't make it. Pray for our students' spiritual, physical, emotional decisions. Pray for our leaders'. Um, we we work so hard. We really do. Um, I, I, I really, too, truly uh, covet your prayer. Pray for our professors. They have a great responsibility to teach and train the next generation. You ever thought about this? You just called uh, a new pastor, young guy. Fairly young guy. Yeah. Who's going to be the next pastor? Can, can I ask you this? I, I, I know how young I and and, and uh, handsome that I am, I, but I, I have two grandchildren and one on the way. One of the reasons that I made the decision to come to Baptist Bible College was I had to ask the question, who's going to be their pastor? There are a lot of colleges graduating people into ministry that don't believe the Bible. There's a lot of places that can't tell you what the gospel really says about Jesus being the only way, but every graduate from Baptist Bible College can it's so important. So who's gonna who's gonna pick up that mantle? So pray for our professors. Pray for our staff. Um, pray for our facilities. A week ago, uh, one of our newest buildings was was uh, the field house. If you have ever been there, the big field house we have on campus, the W e. Dow Field House. It's fifty years old now. And this past summer the air conditioning went out and we can't you can't find parts for it a week ago we were just hoping and honestly we were praying God just please give us another the boiler went out there's no heat in that building right now and it's a it's gonna it's a half a million dollar project that we're starting and I let me tell you we operate we count every penny we budget to, to that dime. We, how are we going to pay for it? I don't know. But God keeps, keeps, keeps answering the needs that are there. And pray, pray, pray for our recruiting department. We, we need to see more. The, the biggest reason why I went to Baptist Bible College is because I believe that there is fewer and fewer and fewer being called, sensing God's call into ministry. Uh, God is still calling but I've got to tell you, I'm concerned about a lot of churches that aren't encouraging. I'm concerned a lot about, there's a lot of parents that aren't encouraging their kids to go in ministry. There, there's, there's just a sense, there's a coldness in America today about, about ministry, about being, being who we are. And we, we need to see more. We need to see more come. We need to bring in more so that we can reach more. So pray for our recruiting department. Pray for our finances. Um, and then just... Uh, very simply, pray, give. You, you have a card in front of you, and, 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 I'll, and I'll wrap up explaining that card in, in just a moment. But And then go. Pray, give, and go. Sometimes you're here, and and, and you've been called to a job here, and your family is here, and you can't can't physically go, but you know what? You go by serving, and you go by giving, and you go by praying. That's how you can go. But there are some of you, and I'm so glad our kids are in here today because God could reach right down in here and say, I want you. Who's going to take over for Bruce O'Neill? Who's going to replace Laverne Rogers? It could be somebody sitting right in here pray for us, consider giving to us, and then going. And, and on that card, can I, can I ask you, um, if you wouldn't mind, if, you, if you'll give us your information, it, it'll allow us to send you updates and just share news about Baptist Bible College. But here, here's what I would also like to say. If you are an alumni, would you, would you give us your information and just write alumni on there, maybe even the years you were there. We're really trying to update our alumni contact information because someplace along the lines it kind of got messed up and we're trying to fix all that. When when, when you give, when you serve others, people will never forget it. The Apostle Paul went through some very rough times. He was arrested in prison. He was beaten. He was shipwrecked. In the last days of his life, he wanted to say thank you to some people. There were some people that gave to him. There were some people that served him. In the last moments of his life, in 2 Timothy 4.19, he writes, Timothy, greet Priscilla and Aquila. I would not have been able to do any of this because I needed their help. And I'm here today to tell you that Baptist Bible College is only here because of you. Because of folks that love what we're doing. So by giving to support a missionary, by giving a gift to Baptist Bible College... There are going to be many in heaven because of a changed life. Whenever you give, you are changing lives. Our students are there. When we get a dollar from a donor, it doesn't go to our endowment fund. We're not there yet. It goes directly to helping students' tuition. Directly to it. You're helping students learn how to serve people for Christ. So I know this. We can all pray. Please pray for us. So many needs. We can all give. Now, I'll tell you this. I was a pastor for 25 years. I'm a pastor. Much more than I probably am Am a president. You give to God through your local church. I've been a pastor long enough, and I preach and believe that God is to get our first 10%. Your local church. You, you, I would never not encourage a believer not to do that. But I also know this. There are also a lot of other areas that that we can give to. And in addition to your local church, some of you could help us. Some a little, some a lot. Would you consider just praying, partnering with us? We, 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 We can all go in some way. Pray, give, and go. Maybe he's talking to some of you today about being a part of a college like this. Maybe giving. Maybe going but all praying. Before you can ever change the world, you need to have a life that's been changed. So, so my hope is, is that beyond all of the other stuff, it was just, just me and you. Do you know that your life has been changed by Jesus Christ? You may have come here for a long time, and you may have said, oh, of course, I've come here for a long time, but can I, really deep down inside, do you know that your life has been changed by Jesus Christ? That's my question to everyone that listens. Do you know? Maybe, maybe today you've come in here with a great need. I also serve as the interim pastor of a church, and every week I challenge people to know Christ, but I also know this. Every person comes into that building with some heavy heart. There's some heavy hurts going on in families, and it could be that you have had a life that's been changed by Jesus Christ, but someone that you love, someone that you are just crying out to God for, they need to be changed by Jesus Christ. Maybe you need to pray for them today. So as we finish, let's just just have a special prayer time. Time of invitation where if you don't know Christ, if if you want to talk to somebody about knowing Him, if you know that your life, you've come in here and your life has been a mess and you've been running from what you know is right, then today's the day. Maybe, Maybe your life has been changed by Jesus, but you have somebody on your heart today that needs to know him. And, and together, we'll pray. Maybe you have another need. Maybe, maybe you've, you've been coming for, it. maybe you need to join this church. Maybe you need to be baptized like that young man today. What is your need? Let's stand together, all right? Just a short time of invitation, but if you would like to talk to someone about the Lord, if you, if you have a question, if you have a, uh, someone on your heart that you wanna pray for, Maybe you want to give your life to ministry. What what is your need today? As we sing this song, I'd invite you to come.